I'm Charlie Hipwood, CEO of Mass Ventures. And I'm Stacy Swider, an investor at Mass Ventures. And we welcome you to the Fundable Founder, where we'll be exploring relevant topics for technology entrepreneurs to help them succeed in raising capital and in growing their businesses. As a founder who started and ran three companies, I didn't know what I didn't know when I first set out. <laughs> but you eventually figured things out, right? For the most part, through trial and error and mentorship. But now as a VC, I'm frequently advising entrepreneurs on the same topics. So Stacy and I are here to share that earned wisdom with you, along with the experts that we interview on a variety of subjects. We are. The roadmap to a successful startup is at your fingertips. So turn up the volume and grab the keys to success for your fundable founder journey. All right, welcome uh, to another episode of our Commercialization Academy, uh, specifically talking about SBIRs uh, with our SBIR expert, Stacy Swider of Mass Ventures. Um, you know, obviously people always wanna know, well, what are, the, what are the keys to a good proposal, a winning proposal, right? You've worked with dozens, if not hundreds of SBIR applicants. Uh, I think you probably have great perspective here. I mean, what are the kind of 10 keys to winning a proposal? Thank you so much, Charlie. Yes, I would say um, the very top one is to understand your customer. It okay. just, they, you're, you're solving their problem. Right. They're not solving your funding problem. You're solving <laughs> their problem, right? The, the National Institute of Health thinks they need a new vaccine or National Science Foundation thinks we need better cybersecurity. Solve their problem. Yep. They're the hero. You have King Arthur's sword, right? They're King Arthur. And understand that these reviewers have seen it all. They funded your competition. We talked about this in the last one. They're really smart. And, um, and, and so just be humble. And if you can just reach out and call the topic author or email the topic author. This in the Department of Energy, NASA and the Department of Defense, you have to do this. Once, once you're within one month of a due date, you cannot talk to anybody anymore. Right. That might be across the board. Right. It's a little more relaxed at NIH and NSF. NSF has a project pitch process. So sometimes they just say, yeah, just send me the pitch, which is fine. It's like a letter of intent. So that's my number one bit of advice. Reach out and text somebody. Totally, know your customer, call them on the phone, ask them specifically uh, some questions. And frankly, you become a person to them and not just an application, right? And so. they'll give you all sorts of information. This yeah. is what we're really looking for because they write down what they are thinking of at the time but there's a delay when solicitations come out, particularly for traditional ones like Department of Defense, Department of Energy, there's a delay. And they're like, well, what we're really thinking about is this. Now, they give you all sorts of clues about what to put in your proposal and where to look for information, where, where your competition might be, things like that. Um, the other bit of advice I, I give, um, if you watch the last, Idio, you see a bit how complicated it is just to find a good sure. topic and whatnot. But writing, it's rather complicated too. Do not offload it on an intern. This is really, um, and my, my, when I worked at Cape Sim, like there was only two or three people who wrote proposals. <laughs> like it was the hardest, one of the hardest jobs you, you were allowed to do, you know, it, it, to be a writer. So you really own it. it. You are getting free money 
it's very competitive, own it. If you want the million dollars, like you're going to work for it. So third bit of advice, plan for two months. That first month is like gathering information, calling the topic author. And then it's two weeks hard of writing, but I'd say a hundred hours. Wow. So, but I would usually write in the morning and then I'd feel like, like my eyeballs were coming out of my head and I would just have to stop and go back in the lab um, for the afternoon, but, you know, just manage it how you like to manage it. But it's really dedicate some time. If everyone's going to be away the week that it's due, please complete it early and submit it early. It's okay to submit early. (laughs) My, my fourth bit of advice is read and follow the directions. This one surprises me that this is like, no, really people, this is a bureaucracy. This is a congressional program. These are federal agencies. If they say you got 15 pages, you have 15 pages. If you submit a PDF that is 16 pages, it is kicked out by their robot. You're disqualified. Right. Budget, if they say your budget's 250K and you're $251, you are disqualified. If you forget to put up your resumes in the separate upload, you're disqualified. You know, it's just like, they're always looking for ways to disqualify you. So don't give them that opportunity. Just follow the directions. (laughs) Five, design a program that's tight and yields measurable data. Okay. Okay substantiate your claims. The goal of phase one definitely is to produce data that when they look about, hmm, should we fund them for phase two? It should be a no brainer, right? They said they would reach this yield, that they'd reach 95% yield. yield. They got 95% yield. They said they would make it optically clear. They have this IR spectra that shows it's perfectly clear, perfectly transmissive at 1.2 microns right? So show them the hard data. You want to design a program that's a little sweaty, that sort of shows a good use of taxpayer money. Okay. It makes a good use of funds, but don't promise too much in a phase one. Phase ones also are often paper studies. Okay. So ultimately, you're writing a proposal and you're like, we are great and we invented something. We have ideas and we're smart. Great, but ultimately the money is going towards a program, a program of of effort. So what exactly are you doing with the money? Right. So for me, it was pretty easy. I was like, I'm gonna buy europium iodide and that's $9 a gram and I need nine kilograms. So there goes all my money, right? (laughs) So for me, it was easy to spend money. I generally lost our, how we dealt with it is we would often lose money in phase one, but we, we, our goal was always to get the phase two. Sometimes with some software firms, they get like a $256,000 phase one from, from NSF and like- all they need, yeah. <laughs> it's all they need. So it just depends what your business is like. So um, I always say like, you're designing an obstacle course for yourself. So design something that looks hard to somebody else, but is easy for you. <laughs> That's you know, a great I'm analogy. Really good at monkey bars, so I'm going to put that in. Right? That's great. That's a fantastic analogy. All right. And always have a Gantt chart. Always have a Gantt chart. Here's our tasks that we're going to do. These are the months that we're going to do it. All right. Advice six: Have a great team. That should be a no-brainer. 
But if you have to pull on a fancy consultant, it's worth like giving away 10 grand to somebody with this amazing name who'll pick up the phone and probably give you some good advice along the way anyway. Right. You stuff that resume in there. Um, partnering with the university is great. Paying grad students is great. Um, STTRs and partnering with the university, you can also do it in SBIR. Um, people sometimes feel very nervous about the IP. That's a separate discussion. Um, there's some tricks to get around that or some people are just really comfortable with it too. So anyways, have a great team <laughs> and drop like um, name drop early with that. If you're, okay. if your team came out of MIT, then like, that's like paragraph two, okay. <laughs> like sneak it in there somehow. <laughs> name drop early and often is what I always say. Um, okay. Seven please write well, please, 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 please write well. These reviewers go home with a stack of 15 to review. It's Sunday night. They're not really like paid. Sometimes these are reviewers are not really paid on. They're not part of NSF. They're just some right. scientists at another lab, right? Their baby's crying, their dog's barking, they're tired. Like, please write well. Yep. And you have... You have about, to keep their attention, right? Like you have to it, 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 you write well and keep their attention, but also write well and show that you're a competent person, right? Yeah. And if you have, definitely use like Grammarly and basic tools yep. that are like free that you can use and have a friend and or a colleague look at it, please, before you submit it. Um, science is just one time I wrote this long one and then my colleague just said, Stacy, this is backwards. And I'm like, oh no, I've just spent hours. And he was right. Yep. It was just thinking about the order I was telling it was off and I had to rearrange it. And, but we won. Good. So this leads to item eight, which is a picture says a thousand words. Reviewers really do like graphics. It, you, you should be academic. It's not a marketing document. Please don't use marketing words. Marketing is verboten, unfundable, illegal in SBIR. So for right. that reason alone, do not have a marketing tone. It's an academic tone. It is, you know, the question we are trying to answer is, <laughs> with the exception of the Air Force, which wants something more commercial, that could be a whole separate topic. Okay. Uh, and, and all the DOD is kind of heading that way, but still pretty academic. I would often have a picture of a crystal, which sounds really dumb, but honestly, there weren't a lot of people who could make crystals the size that we made them okay. and clearly as we made them. So that was like page one. We yep. know how to do this stuff. There are three teams in the nation who can do this. We're one of them. Page one, right? So a picture says a thousand words or a graphic, you know, like what's the goal of the program? A chart. Um, and that leads to item nine about page one. Um, capture their attention in the first two pages. They, I have had reviewers tell me they're like, if they can't, if they're exhausted after two pages or they have no idea what you're talking about, they literally, it just goes right in the recycling bin. They're like, they just don't care. Yep. They're busy people. So it's the busy people rule. Again, it, it'll feel like bragging when you're writing it, but to the, to the reader, it'll just feel like, oh, they came out of BU or, oh, they, you know, they work at Caltech or, you know, it won't feel like bragging. Like, um, so you got two pages, again, get one of those nice graphics on the first two pages. 
And then finally, I think I already said it, but like submit two days early. Please try to submit at least a day early. That way, if you get kicked back because you did the budget wrong or um, if their systems break down, oh my right. gosh, like right. the federal government, right? It just freezes. And then they're like, oh, so yeah. That is 10 great pieces of advice. I think, um, you know, a lot of those apply. It, basically, you're... you're you have to show that you're going to put in the time and effort that you care to find out what does what does my customer want and you got to you've got to spend the time and effort to explain how, why you're the right team to do this and why your solution is the best right and it's no different than when people come to us to raise venture capital it's the same kind of story and if you learn to tell that story well uh, and you put the time into it, you know, if you're looking for future funding down the road from venture capitalists and others, you'll know how to tell that story. So, That's an excellent point. And I've heard that even from teams that lost, they said, you know what, I learned a lot, a lot about how to communicate. And sometimes teams immediately, they look and it's so, it can be overwhelming. And that hundred hours is super hard to find. And they say, I just, who, who can I hire? Who can help me with this? Who can do this for me? And I'm like, mm-mm. You you it's, it's critical, right? The millions it's of dollars. It's a right? thumb when you're starting out. Do not give any of, do not outsource any of your sales ever, mm. right? Later, <laughs> if it's your 120th SBIR and you have this well-oiled machine, fine. <laughs> right, right. But when you're starting out, get to know your customers, all your customers, own that process, whoever it is, whether it's a venture capitalist or whether it's, you know, uh, GE, right? Yep, you want exactly. to get to know your customers. You know, federal agencies like NIH, Department of Energy, definitely the DOE, DO, Department of Defense will pay for your development in an SBIR, and then they will pay to buy your product when it's developed. Right. There's some seriously deep pockets here. NIH, for instance, has a lot of other vehicles to help you get through clinical trials, and they will coach you through that. I mean, these are tremendous business partners that want to see you succeed, and they don't take any shares of your company. That's right. <laughs> so, it's, well worth it. it's well worth the time and the effort to do it right. Uh, Stacy, thank you for sharing your 10 keys to a winning proposal. Uh, I'm sure a lot of our viewers are now going to rewind and go back and listen to them again and take copious notes. So uh, thank you, Stacy. Really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Fundable Founder. Please go to our website at mass-ventures.com for more information on Mass Ventures and where you can also find other episodes just like this.